Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for another uh, E3 update here on Monday. We uh, just got finished watching. We actually had to not record in between, so I apologize. It's obviously a little bit late uh, for for this uh, in particular for uh, Ubisoft. But uh, we've got Ubisoft, and then we had AMD like immediately following for all intents and purposes. So we stopped to go and do that. Uh, but, uh, here we have it. So Ubisoft happened. They started it off with Assassin's Creed Symphony, which is apparently doing some sort of world tour event, uh, which everyone in chat kind of questioned because they didn't sound all that good. At least one of the violins was out of tune and at least one of the violins was also like a 16th note or more off pace from everyone else. It was very amateurish sounding and Apparently they have some sort of 80-piece orchestral group going around the world playing Assassin's Creed music, which, you know, it's not that the music's bad, but I didn't know anyone was ever really dying to have that experience, but they're doing it. They're doing it. Uh, so you can go and, of course, check that out. Uh, they have dates and whatnot if you want to uh, get in on that. Maybe there's something in your area. Uh, the first game that we actually saw was probably the most prominent title of the entire thing, and it was Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, which is quite literally Brexit the video game. I'm not joking. They, they, non, you know, in a, in a, uh, they, they, in a totally serious way, drop, name drop Brexit in regards to, uh, what's going on. This game takes place in London, uh, and, uh, is similar to the other watchdogs that came before. However, uh, it actually has a, uh, a pretty significant, change in you know and uh, who you're playing i guess is the best way to put it so there are many multiple characters that you can find throughout the world in fact that they say that you can recruit and play as anyone that you see on the streets absolutely anyone and that they all have their own individual thing written now what kind of smoke and mirrors they have coming up there to or, or they came up with to make that actually a reality because there's no way, in, unless there was like a very minimal number of NPCs that that would possibly uh, occur, the amount of overhead that they would take for, for that and the, the complexity of cutscenes and stuff, especially because they said, you know, everything changes and whatnot based on who you have and who you've been using. Um, they, they had to have something there, but the general idea is you can recruit and play as anyone to create a team to accomplish your goals exactly how you want to accomplish them. Uh, and perhaps the one that stole the show was, like, there was, like, a 70-year-old ex-assassin grandma that was feeding the birds, or at least trying to, uh, and then got involved, and it was pretty funny. They really, uh, they really memed it up there with that one, and it was, uh, it was well-received for that, at the very least. There is permadeath on these characters, so once they are gone, they are, in fact, gone. Uh, and that's, uh, lending itself again towards that entire, you know, find and recruit whoever you want that you see on the street. Uh, this is coming out March 2020, apparently. You can probably see the trailer that I'm mentioning right now uh, as we speak. Uh, definitely check it out. It looked it looked intriguing. You know, anytime that you can work in permadeath and that, you know, level of uh, uh, interactivity with the characters in the game world, you know, that's never really a bad thing. Uh, the Watchdog series never really grabbed my attention, but uh, this seems like a... Uh, uh, you know they're taking they're they're sticking their necks out a little bit with this, which is always nice to see. And so you want to you know you want to uh, you know reward taking a risk now and then, uh, like they seem to be doing here. After that, we got Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet, which sounds like a game, uh, but it isn't actually. 
we had the uh, one of the main actors. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, uh, but part of the Always Sunny uh, in Philadelphia crew came out, and apparently he and a couple of other members of the crew from that show got together and are now making this. You, you want to call it a TV show, but it's I think exclusive to Apple TV Plus, and it's essentially the Office in a game studio, from what I gathered. His character is the like lead game designer uh, of the of the group, and he's a bit egotistical, and that's where the humor comes from. And it's in the office setting, and it's the you know up and ups and downs of uh, video game de- uh, development. And so it, uh, it you know all the humor that they can come out with that. But honestly, they showed a little bit of a of a of a clip. It didn't look all that funny. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, maybe that was just a poorly chosen clip. I don't know, but it didn't look all that good. Uh, but you can likely see it for yourself if you so wish. Following that, we had a little snippet of Rainbow Six Siege, uh, where they were talking about already known stuff, like a couple of the new characters that are coming. Uh, and then also after the uh, presser, they had uh, Team T-Pain versus Team Lil Yachty show matches in Rainbow Six, which we watched a little bit of, and yes... It was as cringeworthy as you would have thought it would be. Uh, after that, we got uh, Adventure Time in Brawlhalla. They pretty much had a bit of a cartoon short that was Adventure Time uh, that spun into Brawlhalla and the fact that they now have some Adventure Time characters in the game. Uh, and so if you're a fan of Adventure Time and also a fan of Brawlhalla, well then, good news. The crossover has begun. Following that, it got into a really, I'm, I'm dead serious, very confusing segment of this press event. I, I don't know, I really, I, I'm going to try to describe to you what ended up happening, but I got, I really and truly got lost. Um, they just started like rapid firing, sending people out on stage, and everything was pretty much Tom Clancy's, almost exclusively. And a lot of them were Ghost Recon named uh, things. So it seems like there were two games, and then one one thing that they mentioned was more of a community uh, d- thing, event thing, or like a community forum or some weird I- program. I don't I don't know. Anyway, it's very confusing. But all I got out of it was that they had a long trailer for Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. I think they called it Ghost Recon Wolves, uh, and then they talked uh, about Ghost Recon Breakpoint after that which I got confused with Wolves because there wasn't really any downtime or particularly good break in between those. But, uh, and I don't even know functionally how different these games are. I, I, or even if they are different, I have no idea. Literally confused the shit out of me. All I have here for notes is that the AI teammates for Breakpoint are making a return. Some people in the crowd seemed excited about that, and it's coming up October 4th with the beta starting September 5th. Uh, and then also, in a random thing, the guy on stage was just like, hey, we have this crossover thing. Hey, yeah, and it was another Terminator crossover like we saw before, uh, which just seems to, becoming a, just seems to be becoming a popular crossover. But then it was like Terminator, and then it just cut to black. We had no idea what the involvement of the Terminator thing was, whether it was like a skinned thing or whatever the shit. It made absolutely no sense. There was nothing. It was wild. Then we moved on to more Tom Clancy with Tom Clancy Elite Squad, which is a mobile game that uh, involves all manner of uh, the characters from the Tom Clancy's games, anything from Rainbow Six. They even had Sam Fisher, which made me sad. And it made me think that at some point later on in the conference, we were going to get uh, maybe an announcement of a new Ghost Recon game. Or not Ghost Recon, sorry, confusing myself. 
uh, a new uh, Splinter Cell game, but we didn't, there's nothing. Sam Fisher has just been shoehorned into some random fucking mobile game. Get wrecked. Suck it up. Uh, following that, we've got our, uh, our necessary during Ubisoft Just Dance uh, segment, now with 100% more Blackpink, the K-pop group. That's pretty much what it was. Uh, following that, we got some For Honor uh, that has a limited in-game event going on right now called Shadows of the uh, Hitokiri, uh, which is avail- available until June 27th. So if you are still playing For Honor, that is an event that you can now take part in. Uh, and then some more Tom Clancy's Real Shocker. This is a brand new Rainbow Six game. It's called Rainbow Six Quarantine. Uh, and pretty much the, the, what it all distilled down to and, and what the, the, the uh, lady on stage ended up equating it to was, you know, they, they thought that Rainbow Six Siege was the PvP shooter of the year and we wanted a PvE equivalent of that. And so Rainbow Six Quarantine is going to be like taking that core solid shooting experience that you get in uh, Siege and converting that into what you're going to be getting out of um, Rainbow Six Quarantine in a PvE environment. So take that for what you will. Um, But uh, I'm sure lots of people will be excited because Siege has gone over relatively well. Uh, Wolves is Breakpoint. I'm getting confirmation in chat. Wolves is in fact Breakpoint. The Wolves are the enemy. Oh, I see. They displayed that so uh, you know, so eloquently. It made lots of sense. So there you have it. That's all one game. So Tom Clancy's. So whether I don't know now if I don't know if it's Ghost Recon Wolves or if it's Ghost Recon Breakpoint or what I don't. It's bad. It's more Tom Clancy's. Just fucking Tom Clancy. It's Tom Clancy featuring Tom Clancy, written by Tom Clancy. You play as Tom Clancy, killing other Tom Clancy's. Uh, following that, you got Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Uh, it is now free from the 13th until the 16th of June to check that out. And they're doing that ahead of uh, their uh, some new content coming, of course, is usually how that goes. It's called, they, they were talking about not just saving DC, but save the nation. Uh, it's, I've got a number of non-urban combat locations that I spotted. So you're looking at fighting in the, in the woodlands and stuff instead of just in and around the city, which is kind of cool. It looked very nice, very pretty as the division is. Uh, and then they also mentioned uh, or reiterated that there is in fact a division movie in the works and it is being, uh, done alongside with Netflix and will appear of course, also on Netflix. Then we followed that up. With Uplay Plus, which is Uplay's game streaming service, uh, which will give you access to, of course, a wide variety of games, about over 100 of them right now on the PC, earliest access and premium content, so similar to what you were seeing with uh, the Game Pass over at Microsoft, except they're also charging $14.99 a month just for Ubisoft's stuff, um, and it will be available in 2020 on Stadia. So. Like, if you're going the Stadia route, you're paying for Stadia, and you're paying for Uplay, and uh, that's probably getting pretty expensive at that point. I mean, $15 a month for just Ubisoft's library. I mean, with the Xbox Game Pass, you're getting roughly the same number of games, unless, of course, there are games that you want in Ubisoft uh, that you're not going to get elsewhere. But 
you get a lot of games on Microsoft's end, but you also get it on the console, you get it on the PC, and you get Xbox Live Gold for that price. This I, 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 I'm having a harder time matching this up quality-wise. Maybe I'll, I'll figure it out later on, but for now, charging the same as Game Pass Ultimate uh, for what they're providing seemed like a, a bold move, Cotton. Uh, but there you have it. Uh, that will be available and coming through Stadia as well in 2020. Following that, we had Roller Champions, which is essentially the Alita Battle Angel roller ball thing sport with less gore and more wholesome memes. Basically. It's a team PvP deal. Uh, it's available now in pre-alpha on Uplay from the 10th until the 14th. So if you're interested in checking that out, uh, head on over and uh, and give it a look-see. It, you know, it's quite possible that it turns out to be, you know, fun, like Rocket League did. Uh, the guy that was on sa- stage did not really do anything to sell it particularly well, nor did the trailer that they showed. But uh, then I saw some people in chat had gone ahead and tried it and said that it wasn't all that bad. So maybe give it a, a look-see and see what happens. Uh, the last thing that I've got listed here, I've got a couple things. One, I have Yves Guimau comes out on stage as always, the president CEO. He, I just have that he's so wholesome because he is. Uh, and then other than that, the last thing that we got was a game called Gods and Monsters, uh, being done by the Assassin's Creed Odyssey developers, uh, popping up on the 25th of February, 2020. And then they awkwardly cut out of that trailer directly into... The Twitch Rivals Rainbow Six T-Pain Lil Yachty deal, which was very awkward and made no sense to anyone. But then again, most of those conference didn't. It was kind of like they flew by the seat of their pants and had absolutely no rehearsal time. And if that's the case, then I guess the, they deserve some praise for pulling it off. But either way, uh, that was the entirety of the Ubisoft conference. Hopefully uh, you guys had something in there that excited you. Uh, and if not, well, then, uh, you know, you always have some other stuff coming up. Square Enix is tonight. I want to remind guys and girls out there, uh, that I won't be able to directly cover it because I'll be watching the Toronto Raptors game. Hopefully we take home, uh, the championship tonight. Uh, but, uh, you will, of course, also, at least from me, have the AMD, uh, little event that they did. I'm going to be, uh, following this up with that, uh, as soon as I can. Thank you for listening as always. We'll see you in the next one. And until we do, peace. Peace.